Hi, this is Mario Garrow, two-time former mayor of the great city of Downey, and I am here with my co-host, Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot, and you're listening, you're watching Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. That was good. You did it in one shot. I did it. I didn't down there. <laughs> Normally it takes me a couple of takes on there because I messed up the whole thing. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah. This year's just flying along. It is. It is. It's I flying. Live, I leave for D.C. next week, and it was originally it was like three or four weeks in the distance, and now it's here. Are you working or vacation? Uh, no, working on working, there. Yeah, yeah, working on there. Working, uh, yeah, we're doing some political things. Uh, I'm a government affairs committee mm -hmm. uh, for credit unions, and then I got some Army things that I got to do. So. Speaking of credit yeah. unions, shout out to Financial Partners Credit Union for sponsoring this podcast. Absolutely. They've been here for 85 years in the city of Downey, one of the top credit unions in the country, and they do so much for our city. Yeah. We're proud of them. Yeah. So, yes. Mario, we got some news to talk about here, <laughs> here in Downey. It's a, uh, it's a city council week. Uh, the, the big news, it kind of happened uh, a little abruptly, actually, from a public standpoint, is Downey has a new city manager now. Yeah. Uh, effective, you know, in, in a few weeks. Uh, but Roger Bradley is Downey's new uh, city manager. I've never heard of him. Have you, do you, do you know? Are no, you I mean, I, I, you know, I, I did the, the research afterwards too. And, and I Googled so him. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a, a military guy, uh, graduated from BYU, has a master's also in public administration, has four kids, uh, assistant city manager to Corona. And he must have done something good. We had 41 applicants from Nationwide. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a couple of favorites that I knew about the people that were applying. Uh, yeah. So I don't know anything about him uh, besides that. But, you know, it was a unanimous vote. So that says something. So, you know, for, yeah. So what, what Claudia Formetta said, and I think Hector Sosa said, is that they were just very impressed with his interview. They were, they were very impressed with what he had to say, with his vision for Downey. Uh, the question is, you know, us as a public, we have no idea what he wants to do right. for for Downey. You know, I'll tell you, um, I was I was surprised because he's he's coming from the city of Corona. His pre his previous experience was with a small city up in Northern California. No experience in Southeast LA County. I, I'm really curious to talk to him and learn what what he knows about Downey, what he wants to do, what makes him the, the best person for Downey. Right. I was a little surprised by the selection. Do you do you feel like it should have been somebody, you know, Hispanic? I mean, that's or Latino because we have such a Latino population, or do you think it, that shouldn't even be a requirement? You know, uh, no, it shouldn't be a requirement, but, but I think it's, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, Downey hasn't had very many city managers, and it's, I don't know, what, seven or eight? Uh, eight. Some, something like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and every city manager, uh, the first seven were 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 white men. Uh, that was a trend until the city hired Gilbert Levis, who's yes. Hispanic, and he came from Bell Gardens. I voted for him. You voted right. for him. Great, him. great hire. Yeah. I, th I don't think any, well, very few people um, uh, would would disagree that he was he, he was great for the city of Downey. Right. And so it was interesting uh, that Downey kind of went back to that uh, to that tradition. Of you know of, of a Caucasian male, and I'm, and not trying to make it racial, but you know facts are facts. You know it's interesting because you know Downey has really the demographics have changed obviously over the past 
10, 20, 30, 40 years, and we're, we're predominantly Hispanic now. Um, I guess my, my concern isn't obviously his, his racial background, is I want him to understand what Downey is, who the people are. You know, there's 111,000 something people in the city of Downey and it's, it's changing. The, the demographics are changing. Sure. Sure. And, I, and I want a city manager who has a firm grasp on that and understands right. that. Right. And that'll be my recommendation to him. I mean, you asked me earlier, what would I say to him? And I say, listen, just go on a listening tour. Uh, obviously, you've got to listen to your bosses, mm -hmm. the city council, you know, which are representative of the people because they got elected, right? Mm -hmm. So when I say bosses, it's they represent mm -hmm. the entire city, of course. Uh, but I think he should do that. He should go around and listen, go to as many community groups and just kind of watch and listen, watch and listen. Uh, and I think until he gets the flavor of it, mm -hmm. uh, I wouldn't suggest that he implement any big things right off the bat. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's when sometimes leaders make the mistake on there. There's, you know, little things you can do, but big things, you know, be around three to six months and before right. you start, you know, pushing envelopes. Uh, so we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm glad uh, it sounds like he comes from a uh, moderate to conservative background, which in city management, that's it's a good thing. You know, it helps our mm -hmm. property values and, you know, crime, law and order. And that's that's who Downey mm -hmm. is, regardless of what our population looks like. We, mm -hmm. you know, we've been predominantly Hispanic now for 20 some odd years. So mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that means means anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. Now, the, the as city manager, how much does he? How, how much of what the policy wise? How much of that comes from him? Um, and how much comes from the city council? Because his job, by definition, is to carry out the policies of the city council. Correct. Right. right. But there's a lot of leeway in there, mm -hmm. and he has a lot of influence too. Mm -hmm. I mean, he helps. Uh, you know, and now for right now. Uh, he'll be more obviously leaning towards the, the city council, whatever kind of things that they want. That's why city mm -hmm. council people are so important to, to elect him on there. But having said that, the good city managers would push back. Uh, Jerry Caton pushed back on me a lot. I got mm -hmm. the, I pushed harder on something. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Gilbert Levis. You know, it's like uh, so a good city manager will push back and tell you, uh, not that they're never going to do anything illegal or unethical, but on just things that don't make sense mm -hmm. or they're very costly. So he'll right. give an impression, you know, hey, I'll do this, of course, because you guys are the bosses. But this is going to cost you X, and right. these are the ramifications on the, of X. And I think a good city right. manager will do that. What do you, what do you think his priorities should be coming on? Well, his priorities are, should be listening to the city, trying to heal. He's going to have to get all new staff in most areas. Mm -hmm. uh, that's really important. It's hard to hire people that uh, unless you know what it is you're hiring them for, too. Mm -hmm. So he might have some already picked people that are going to come with him, the department heads that he's worked with in the past and, mm -hmm. and so forth. So that's kind of a given in any kind of new leadership role. Uh, but he's going to have a lot of leeway. City manager hires everybody. Okay, mm -hmm. remember the city council only has three people working for them. City council has the city attorney, uh, city manager, and the city clerk. That's it. Mm -hmm. So technically, the city council can't go to a department head and say, "I want this done." It has mm -hmm. to go through a city man. They do, and I mean, unless you're a bully or or overreaching on there, right. most obviously department heads will mm -hmm. listen to a council person, you know, uh, or at least work with them. But a good department heads. If I would go to public works department and talk about this and that, 
a good public works director next call is to the city manager let him know mm -hmm. that mayor mario guerra just sure. came in and talked to me because the city manager needs to be the most informed and aware person in the entire city even yeah. even as much or more than the mayor right so. i'm hoping there's some sort of uh town hall or an opportunity for the, for the public to yeah. hear from our city manager it's such an important position i think you know residents deserve to know right. who their city manager is because you know as we know all the interviews were done uh, in private, as they should be. You know, it's, it's a personnel yeah. decision, but we don't know anything about this person. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier, you know, w I think we all kind of had our some certain names that we kind of wanted from from local cities, from from surrounding cities that we thought, hey, maybe this person, you know, this person has done so and so in this city. They would be great yeah. in Downey, yeah. but but this our new city manager now is out of complete left field. We literally don't know nothing about him. That makes me a little bit nervous. Sure. I, I'll tell you, the one thing that was uh, refreshing to me is that the three uh, core council uh, voted together. Number one is Catherine Alvarez did not have a vote on this. Uh, I assume uh, 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 Timothy Horn, I think he did last night, but he wasn't mm -hmm. really involved in the interviews. So it, I discounted. Number one, I don't think he should have voted on mm -hmm. it because uh, he, he didn't have the expertise mm -hmm. on there. But that's a different story. But the three that do, Hector, Sosa, uh, Mario Trujillo and Claudia, they all came together for the same candidate, at least publicly. Hopefully, maybe they dished it out in the back. Sure. But, but at least. And effectively, it came down to Claudia, Claudia Fermata and Mario Trujillo because, yeah. you know, Hector Sosa, obviously a super smart guy, he, he was just elected in November. Right. You know, and right. this process was, you know, more than a year, almost a year long process to right. find the next city manager. Right, right. It essentially came down to two people. Right, right. And But I think, like I said, I think. Hector being the swing vote, though, if something would have mm -hmm. happened. So I think I, I don't right. want to under-prioritize that. So those three were the key, that the fact that they came together, and then we'll see. But now, I think we, you're right. I think there's a the 100-day you know, uh, honeymoon period. And I think he does need to get out. He needs to learn about the city, needs to drive around the city. He needs should have some public events that people can meet him, a town hall mm -hmm. over at the Barbara Riley or something like that. Uh, but, you know, he's got a family of four. I don't know what city he lives in. So hopefully they'll be involved in our community. Well, too. let me ask you this. So he comes from the city. He was assistant city manager, city of Corona. Mm -hmm. And if it sounds like I'm being critical, maybe I am. But I think it, when you're in that position, I think, you know, you need to be held high to, to, to a high standard. So he comes from the, from the city of Corona. When I mentioned to you the city of Corona, what comes to your to your mind? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing. great, you know, yeah, <laughs> nothing. nothing great, nothing on there. But I mean, y'all got to start somewhere. I mean, you know, I don't with with our neighbor. I don't want to put it down. But, you know, there were some on the council that didn't want to hire Gilbert Levis because oh, yeah. he came from Bell Garden. Gardens. So, uh -huh. you know, and we had to have a lot of verification mm -hmm. on things. And that was for the economic development director, sure. not even for, you know, then we promoted him to the deputy city manager, right. assistant city manager. And then of course he was in the wings. And one of the main reasons that we wanted the transition, Gilbert Levis, we knew what we had and we knew we had a good person mm -hmm. uh, and other cities were starting to poach on there. Uh, what we're looking to hire right. him away. So we knew that we talked to Jerry Caden about, you know, when Jerry Caden deserved to wait out when he wanted to retire, he earned right. it. So we did talk about it in that transition. And that's where Downey screwed it up. You know, when 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 Downey, when the city council decided to get rid of Gilbert Levis, it was a terrible decision, not just because we're getting rid of 
uh, of Gilbert, but the domino effect because we had Aldo Schindler mm -hmm. as assistant city manager. He was there, ready to step up as city manager. That all went out the window. So we're just we're starting fresh with people that we don't know who they are. Well, and all of them. I mean, don't discount the city attorney. That was a mm -hmm. big thing. Yvette Garcia had kept us safe for for many years, and you know mm -hmm. you want ethical people. Not not that they don't now, right? Uh, on there, but I'm just saying it was a big transition. We have now pulled the plug on there on on things. We're moving forward. We're going to have two open councils. See, we have two open councils. We like to go into. We have mm -hmm. uh, one of them is. And do you want to talk? You know, we never talked about the the some of the other things that they did last night with the uh, the. Um, Ah, the, the, can, the, the not only the recall, but mm -hmm. I'm talking about what they did with the commissioners. Oh my gosh, I can't. Oh, think that's of the right. Word. Well, well uh, let's, let's segue right into. You that. want to talk about that? Sure. So, so, so city council. Uh, I mean, the, the other big news is that the city council certified the results of the the recall election. Uh, what, what I thought was dramatic was they instantly removed Catherine Alvarez's photo from City Hall. They took down her nameplate. She's officially off the city the city council. But talk about what else did the city council do? I thought that was interesting. So yeah, and they they, they took off all their commissioners. They basically said thank you for your service and they kicked them all off even though the city council had voted them in. You know, yeah. it was Catherine Alvarez's appointees. Uh, but so that was harsh. It wasn't like they had choices. They had option one was get rid of them all now, leave it right. open. Option two was, you know, let's meet with them. Option three, let's, you know, there was, there was four options right. altogether. They took the harshest one and which is just to get rid of them now. And some of the I guess, yeah. And, and I don't, I don't understand. Not, not, not because of, of your explanation. So, so when you're elected to the city council, obviously you, you appoint, you appoint commissioners. Right. But your appointees need to be uh, ratified by the city council. Correct. It almost Correct. always happens. There was one time when when Catherine wanted to appoint some somebody who was in the porn industry to the plan, to the planning commission that was rejected. Right. Uh, but other than that, they're always they're always approved. Right. In right. this case, the city council approved all of her right. commissioners, but on Tuesday they just said, "Well, Catherine's gone." You guys are all gone too. You're, right. you're, you're done. Well, that was, and that was a point Mayor Pro Tem uh, Trujillo said mm -hmm. because he brought it up is like, hey, in the history, we only had one person that we really didn't certify, mm -hmm. and that was the porn gentleman for the Planning Commission. Right. So he says, we as a council said, no, we right. don't want those kind of people because we have that choice. And, and, but we said yes to everybody else. So he was basically saying, we already said yes to everybody else. Why right. didn't we stop it? 100%. So, and, and the rule of thumb is, unless there was something really bad, like that porn gentleman representing us, uh, the porn executive, I should say. Right. I mean, I don't want to disparage him for his life, but mm -hmm. I, I don't right. disagree with them for rejecting him. Um, but the one thing is, so you, so you want to be careful that when your city council that if you reject somebody else's commissioners for nilly-willy things, right. then you're subject to, to them doing the same to you. And because so, political. Yeah, political. So to make it take it seriously, make it serious on who you appoint and at right. least whether they represent. So the one thing I didn't like is you didn't bother to talk to them. There's some good people on there. Well, you know, I, I think who suffers is I think it's the residents of District 3 who suffer. Right. Because, and obviously I'm not de defending Catherine Alvarez, but her commissioners i heard no complaints about what they were doing you know on behalf of district three 
and now they literally have zero representation. Right. And and they what they mentioned last night was the opposite, right? That oh, you know, city council will represent you. But but for example, uh, I'm blessed. Uh, Councilman Hector Schultz appointed me to the Planning Commission on there, and I love it. He wanted somebody with history, historical thing, and a passion for the city, and I qualify for those things. I love our community, and I have history that I can deal with. So the very, I've only been to one meeting. The first meeting, it was about some towers on Florence Boulevard and so forth on a building. So AT&T folks were there. So one of the commissioners, Miguel Duarte, couldn't come that night. So then you have Catherine didn't have a planning commissioner. So you only have three, Horacio Ortiz, Carrie Uva, and myself, mm -hmm. right? So it turns out Carrie Uva's office, Commissioner Uva, is, a, is a right across the street. Right. So she couldn't vote. So we had no quorum. Right. So the poor people from AT&T, and I'm talking about the human aspect of sure. it. I don't mean the poor people, but yeah, the right. human, they came to this planning commission meeting that they'd been waiting months to get on the agenda, and then the meeting had to be canceled because mm -hmm. there wasn't a quorum. I've heard the same about several other committees mm -hmm. that don't have that. So this, the planning commission was affected. Now it's going to permanently be affected because right. there, there's no planning so there's commission for the rest there. of the year. I think that he should have looked at appointing some folks or keeping them uh, some of them on there. I, we know a couple of them that were like, wow, I understand that Miss Alvarez, which we have a distinct dislike of uh, for her politics and her reputation, but I don't know. I think they, I would think it became retaliatory too much, and right. I think you're throwing out the baby with the bathwater thing. You right. Know, but. It's, it's too bad. I, I feel I'm a resident of District 3, and yeah. I, I have no representation. Well, I guess, you know, March or Hills, just yeah. citywide. Right, right. Um, well, you can apply. Oop, no, you can't even apply to be a commissioner. Mm -hmm. They can't appoint anyone. They because can't appoint they do, they, That's what they voted for on this option. Yeah. So I was a, a little short-sighted, but, you yeah. know, God bless them. They had to make the decision. Interesting. So, you know. Anything else happened in this council meeting? Well, uh, no. <laughs> it was a couple. Uh, and we'll talk about that on the next show. Their historical yeah. preservation. Preservation. Pres preservation. Preservation. Yeah, preservation. That's where my Cubanness <laughs> comes into play. I, there's certain things I can't say. They passed the beginning of an ordinance, and we'll talk about that at our yeah. next show. Yeah. There's a lot of topics about that. So There's a lot going on, and I think it's. Hey, yeah, tell, tell, go ahead. The night market. Oh, well, the night market. Yeah. We had that last week, downtown yeah. Downey. If you guys d didn't attend, you guys really missed a great event. It was the first in a series of, of night markets. So they're going to be held the second and fourth Thursday of every month. Uh, Downey Avenue between second and fourth. Uh, I was there. You were there. Mm -hmm. It was an estimated 7,000 people. Right. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was a good mix of vendors. Yeah. Uh, there was some food. Uh, there, uh, uh, there was not enough food. Not enough food. That was my criticism on yeah. it. But it was the first one. It, it was, was the, the first, first one. one. It's going to get so, better. Yeah. But it was really just really good vibes. It was yeah. perfect weather. It was nice to see families and people outside, yeah. uh, just having a good time. Yeah, yeah. So most of you don't know, we have this thing called the DDIA, the uh, Downey. Uh, the downtown downtown Downey. Downey Improvement Association. It's it's the, the downtown Downey district, if you will. So all these businesses decided to tax themselves to bring more business on their over and above the taxes that they paid mm -hmm. uh, into the downtown area. Uh, and they have some new energy, some new staff. And one of the things that they put together was, <coughs> excuse me, was the downtown night market on there. And the city council approved it. It's going to be twice a, uh, twice a month. So this was the first one. So, yeah, we spent an hour the other day talking about it, mm -hmm. things, the improvement. It was great. 
it could be so much better and it will be so much better. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, you know? definitely check it out. It's going to be the second and fourth Thursday every month. Downtown Downey is just really good energy. And it's funny because it, it didn't feel like something that Downey would traditionally host. Yeah, It felt like an event that would be you know, in Long Beach or some other, yeah. uh, a much cooler city than Downey, yeah. you know? Yeah. It, and it was all family-friendly, dog-friendly, you right. know? Right. It was just it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. I had to go up to a, a military uh, uh, military trip. It was out in Clovis, uh, just by Fresno. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you checked into the hotel, they said, oh, don't forget our farmer's market, and yeah. uh, our night market on Thursday night. So, but... Three different times, three different people mentioned it to it. Yeah. So we went to it, and it was awesome. It was mm-hmm. big, so many streets. So I can envision, you know, this started this way. Right. I can envision this even getting bigger right. and, and being where people are even that more excited about it. So right now it's kind of kind of a secret. Right. I mean, 7,000 secret, <laughs> yeah. you know, that attended, but it'll get better. And you know what was great on a personal level? You know, obviously I live in downtown Downey. Mm-hmm. I work in downtown Downey. It just, it's, it's so fantastic to be part of a walkable community yeah. and we need more of this yeah. where you don't need your car you just walk it's a five minute walk to a restaurant to the farmer's market yeah. you could do anything that you need yeah. without a car walking right and that's right. what we need like traffic and downing is just terrible yeah. if we if we start to create more walkable communities right. Right. it would just benefit everybody and i was glad that our city council was there to kind of see what is possible and what can be done because i feel like it's it's kind of a no-brainer to me let's let's do more of this yeah and they listen on there i know the executive director hans fritz and yourself and myself and george b uh, the president of the uh, the downtown downey association we met with the downtown Mm -hmm. uh, subcommittee and that was they were very open to all this Mm -hmm. so here's a little insider baseball okay so, because it turned out great, you wouldn't have known about it. But like an hour and a half before, mm-hmm. okay, it was chaos. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what happened, okay? So, on Third Street, there, some of you driving by saw it. So, there was construction going on. And the poor contractors, and things happened. They broke a water line, okay? They broke a main water line. So, they had to tear down the street right there. And for wide enough that you couldn't walk across, and they, I mean, it was a long ways shutting off the street. So half the vendors would have been shut off from each other. You couldn't yeah. cross Third Street. And, but they took full responsibility. They had extra crews. It looked like an animated commercial, yeah. like little fast thing with all the, all the little moving parts on there. But they got it fixed. And they, you know, it was dusty, but they put a thing over it. And at least you, it was safe. Yeah. Uh, but that was crazy. So can you imagine everybody, including the vendors, like, you know, it happened I was, that day. I was there that morning when they broke the pipe. Oh. I was in the Downey Patriot oh. office. It was like four in the morning. Oh. And I went outside and they just, like the look on their faces, they were, it was, they were like ghosts. Uh, did you take pictures at least? No, I didn't take pictures. Oh, you big boy. Uh, but, <laughs> but they did a great job though, covering, covering yeah. the dust and they really repaired yeah. it because it was right in the center of where the market yeah. was going yeah. to be. So that was in less than 12 hours from mm-hmm. four in the morning, four in the morning yeah. till four in the afternoon. Oh man, that was good. Yeah. Uh, I walked, I tried to get to the bank and I had to walk all the way to City Hall, divert yeah. myself to do that. So, yeah. um, so downtown Downey, but hey, so what did you do? Uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day. So what'd you do on Valentine's Day? I did not really do anything. For, oh, <laughs> I worked. Oh. I was working. I didn't yeah. do anything um, too special. We were going to go out to dinner. 
Um, but you know, we we have the new there's, we have a new baby yes, in, in, in in the house, and so we d- we didn't want to t- take the baby that, out. That's the first time you've ever said it on the show. I know, I know. You heard it um, here. I've kept quiet and respecting his wishes. So he's got a new baby. Yeah, so. there's there's a new baby. I I don't <laughs> I don't post her on social media because yeah. I like to keep. Uh, some something's private, and there's. Well, she's, you, she's too pretty to be. Your I kid know, too, so. and you know, I wish <laughs> the messages I get on on social media sometimes they're just kind of uh, they're they're kind of discouraging, and they're just you know it's yeah. I, I I don't need I don't want to expose my family to certain people yeah. you yeah. know I have a lot of lurkers on there, so I don't post her on there. Yeah. But anyways, we didn't want to take her. out. She's still brand new. She's yeah. a month old, yeah. so we didn't want to take her out into like because it was gonna be crazy. It was gonna be so crowded. Right. We right. didn't want to deal with that and so we you know we stayed home we ordered pizza yeah and we oh, just it was fun. very very quiet nights yeah, how about you that's exactly what we did so we have we're in a new parish now uh my wife and i saint philip the apostle i'm the deacon uh, saint philip the apostle in pasadena mm-hmm. so we had a staff meeting there and it's coincidentally somebody from the staff uh brought porto's cakes wow. uh from the glendale porto's mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because you know i'm right next door to porto's yeah. here so we had a staff meeting which i love the people there it's great um uh, anyways so we try to rush home to beat traffic it was yeah. like from noon to 3 30 and then on the way home we decided hey let's go by and check out frantone see mm-hmm. how crowded it is because we know while frantone, you still can why we still can i'm there and i had heard that they have a a heart-shaped pizza yeah so so we did we got there it took us forever because of traffic on yeah. yesterday and we got the, and it was swamp it was yeah. very busy good for them yeah. uh it didn't take us that long but uh, we got a heart-shaped pizza and some lasagna and uh, yeah. but we were we were home by 6 30 that's what i like it we're the old people you know <laughs> give us the well, uh, most uh, the younger people are going out we're preparing yeah. to go out we're I getting want, home i want the senior special yeah. i know our 23 year old son sometimes he goes you know he's leaving at 10 o'clock at night yeah. to go out with his friends and we're like you know, we've been home and settled in for two hours. I remember those days. Boring is good. Boring is good. So, oh yeah. Hey, what'd you do for the Super Bowl? You, um... uh, Super Bowl. Watch, watch it at, at home. I'm one of those people. I don't like to go to Super Bowl parties. I prefer to watch the game by myself. <laughs> I think it's more enjoyable to me, where I'm not distracted. If people aren't asking questions, you know, yeah. you always get those people who don't know anything about football, yeah. and they're just, they just they, they they can't watch the game. Yeah. They're just constantly like chit chatting. I, I don't want. I want to stay home. So no, stayed home. Um, I bought some wings from Stater <laughs> Brothers. Uh, they were they were okay. You're exciting. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I, I watched it. I watched it, yeah, from home. What about you? But it, so the same thing. My wife uh, went to all her friend's house, which, of course, I was invited. And they're super people. There's about five couples. I didn't want to go. And yeah. I, I got permission. to. I stayed home by myself. <laughs> I got my big recliner. Yeah. I had all the food that I wanted. I made my Super Bowl chili. Right. It's good for two days mm-hmm. like that. Was Which I still haven't tried. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll make it for next year. For next one, year. I don't want yeah, it now. No, this one's gone already. Yeah. It's like, okay. yeah. So, um, but the the funny thing is, you know, some things bore me. And so, I mean, I really do want to watch the football and I do want to listen, right? Sometimes uh-huh. in a crowd, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I see the commercials. If they don't interest me, thank goodness we have that spectrum thing. I go, I change another channel and uh-huh. can come back to it. And so, oh, you change the channel, really? I do. Well, was, kind of, the game is being taped or you have it. Yeah. So I can. I, I'm weird. I, I like other things. I love the History Channel. I'm watching yeah. the Bravo Channel. During the Super Bowl? 
Yeah. Really? But only for a few seconds, okay. you know. You got to go and uh, to catch a smuggler in Paris, you know, right. or Rome, you know. Oh. So, no, it's just I, I, the commercials are okay. Yeah, I they were that, okay. You know. My favorite this year was the, the flag football commercial. Um, I think it was by the NFL. Uh, it, it was with uh, Diana Flores. It was it was really it was just really kind of heartwarming. Oh, it was it, nice. it was very pro girls, pro yeah. pro female. Um, look it up on on YouTube. It was it was a great great commercial. That one was my favorite. Did, do you have a favorite? I didn't watch any of them. You didn't watch any of them. No, I, I mean I did probably if they didn't entertain. Same thing with the halftime show. I saw it. It's like okay, Rihanna, great. Whole bunch of people looking like little white, you know, covered things yeah. dancing. But it just, I, again. But this is my age, and it's, it was boring to me. It's, it's a generational thing. Sure. I, I enjoyed the the Super Bowl, sh- you know, the, the halftime show, mm-hmm. because you know I like her music. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, I, I read some people. The New York Times had an article calling it iconic. It wasn't iconic. It was good. It was good. But you know, I remember when like the old bands used to play, like the yeah. Rolling Stones or whoever they were. Like yeah. to me, that was boring. And that's fine. Like oh, yeah. you, you can't. And get it somebody who's going to entertain everybody. Right, You're right. Just, it's not well, possible. Well, I'll tell you, I've been to six Super Bowls, right? And one of the ones that I went to was at the Rose Bowl. And it was Dallas playing Buffalo. And the halftime show was mm. Michael Jackson. Mm. And at one corner of the Rose Bowl, Michael Jackson appears, right? Yeah. Just way up there, right? And then 10 seconds later, he's coming up from the middle of the field. And I've always yeah. like, how did they do that? Yeah. And then, of course, Michael Jackson was Michael Jackson. The right. whole place was looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing Michael Jackson. So so there have been some iconic Oh, for sure, Michael there. Jackson. To me, so, Prince so, was yeah. probably one of the yeah. top two. Yeah. And then, of course, the most famous... Um, Star Spangled Banner, Whitney Houston. Oh yeah, uh, you know when when that played and uh, and she did that. So you can't. So yeah, there's some memorable moments from the sure. part of it and stuff. So yeah. Anyway, good times. Well, listen, and uh, next year maybe one of our teams will get back in. I'm a Miami Dolphins. I'm a Charger and Ram fan. So yeah. you yeah. know there the you go. Dolphins. I know, I know. <laughs> what are you, your favorite? You teams? always have hope. Yeah, I don't really have a team. You know, yeah. I just kind of. I'm, I'm not a Rams fan. Yeah, I'm yeah. a baseball guy. I'm a basketball guy. I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a Dodgers <laughs> guy. I'm looking for a Dodgers season now. Uh, no spring training dude, now. I'm going to be in, uh, March 30th is opening day. Our home opener. I'm going to be there. So I'm that's looking forward great. To, yeah, that's always yeah. a good energy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. anyways, well, listen. On the next show, we'll talk to you a little bit about the historical preservation. 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 Okay, no wonder I never (laughs) voted for it. I couldn't say Uh, it. We'll talk a little bit about the recall and something else. we got some new law enforcement folks uh, on the Downey Police Department. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next episode. But thanks for listening and thanks for cluing in. We'd like to hear what your thoughts on the city manager, uh, city manager appointment, or some of the things we just talked about. Uh, Thank you for listening and watching. Our show is doing really well. Uh, we're getting a lot of, you know, Brandon and Hans, our executive producer and our technical team are, are trying to get it out there more and doing some more things, but we're kind of enjoying doing it. Yeah. That's our first year. Follow us on social media. If we don't already, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, leave comments. And, you know, I, I enjoy reading the comments on YouTube too. So if you, if you do leave a comment, uh, we're reading them. And so, so please let us know. Yeah. There was one that said, 
Come on, Eric, show us a picture of your baby. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) You know, that's one thing. So you get, you know, as a politician, I still get Mm -hmm. some negative stuff on there. Thank goodness that people recognize me fondly throughout the city, Uh even yesterday, last night at the restaurant. So I'm proud of that. But once in a while, I get some nasty texts Uh or emails. And you, as the editor of the paper, when something goes bad in the city, they uh-huh. probably blame it on you, or or you write oh, something. They, they, they do. And you know, I I don't mind when people you know disagree with me or even call me names. Like I honestly, I don't. I've been doing this for twenty years. I don't care. Yeah. What 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 does bother me is when people spread lies about me. Ooh. That's what bothers me, yeah. and that's what and some there's there's been people who do that consistently, yeah. and and for whatever reason. And, you know, I got to get better because, you know, actually a month ago I was in the hospital because the baby was being born and I had somebody message me something super nasty and I responded and I I probably shouldn't have. But and of course, they take a screenshot and they spread it on social media to make me look terrible. But it's, you know, I'm not an elected official. Like if you're going to spread, you know, if you're going to criticize me. Yeah. That's fine, but I might respond. Don't act yeah. surprised when I respond. Yeah. And it just kind of it gets kind of annoying because I feel like you know, spread positivity. Yeah, you know that's that's yeah. what it. Life is too well, short. You know to what's be just, funny is so both you and I have got negativity just because of our friendship. Mm-hmm. You know because there's there's been rumors and and how why and what we've been friends for many years when when we got I was on the council. Uh, and then for other things, and then the show coming together. I mean, Eric and I couldn't be more different, but we respect each other, and I like him. He's a friend, mm-hmm. you know. So we get criticized just for being friends, or, yeah. or there's some evil behind the scenes right. twist thing, and it's like, like you it know is what, what it, it is. It's fine because politically we're 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 opposites uh-huh. politically, uh-huh. but but I think where we do agree is we both want what's best for the city of Downey. Of course, that's what we want. And my concern now, speaking more broadly. Is is I feel like the the down the Downey City Council and Downey in general has gotten so much more political. Yeah. It wasn't always that way, yeah. and now we we have candidates who are running based on political platforms, and I think Downey suffers as a result right. of it. Right. And right. you know, I, and you can have you know candidates who who uh, who deny that they're political or running on a political platform, but a hundred percent they are. Yeah. And it just de- it divides the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, yeah. anyways, we'll end it with that, folks. Thank <laughs> you for listening. We we cover a lot of stuff. People make fun of us. We talk, you know, serious things. City manager. We talk about the heart shaped pizza for Frantone. So we're all over the place. But that's what it's all about. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Talking Downey with Mario and Eric. 